Hey everyone, in today's episode we're going to talk about why you should warm up and what is kind of the best way we think to warm up um, before your workout. So let's get into it. So warming up in, for a workout is, a, is kind of a strange thing when you think about it. Um, so if you imagine a four-year-old, if you ever see a four-year-old just kind of um, take off and sprint, you've never kind of seen them kind of warm up, stretch their hamstrings, stretch their hip flexors, get their body ready to go. Um, usually there's gone the blink of an eye, they come back, nothing's happened now. If you change one variable in that and imagine a 40-year-old taking off sprinting and exactly the same thing, um, no warm-up, they are probably going to have like a catastrophe. They're probably going to pull their hamstring, you know, uh, tear their knee apart, injure their hip, injure their ankle, wake up the next morning as if they're broken. And that's the funny thing as you get older. So time kind of makes fools of us all. And um, as you get older, your your body basically isn't as ready to go. So when you're younger... You generally have no kind of uh, muscle imbalances. You've no restrictions in your body movement. Your body generally is in good condition. And, you know, you're ready to go. You can go at all times. And as you get older, that slightly goes away. So your joints, you know, your joint health deteriorates. Your uh, tendon ligament health goes down. So you might get injured quicker. Your muscles, you know, they're older. So you got a bit of scar tissue. Your movement isn't as good. You know, you might be sitting down all day. So all these things add up over time. And if we don't warm up kind of properly before we work out, it doesn't let us. It does not let us move properly. It doesn't let us train properly, and as a result, we're probably going to get injured somewhere down the line. Now, I know, I speak from experience here that when I don't warm up properly, and it's something that I've experienced as getting older, that I do get injured much quicker. So, I speak from experience here, regards to ignoring warm up, warming up for a long time. And personally, what I find that works for me, and I find that works for other people when they do warming up, warm up. So, what does a good warm up kind of entail before we kind of get into what you should do? So. The idea of a warm-up is, is to get you ready for what you're about to do. So if you're going to do loads of, you know, arm stuff or loads of upper body work, you know, maybe mobile or working, just warming up your legs is not the best idea. Maybe you should focus more so on the upper body and vice versa, or maybe you should focus on the whole body during a warm-up. So that's the first thing. You should play it to what you're doing. Uh, the next thing is a lot of people, you know, have to mentality that, you know, their warm-up is your workout, and that's kind of a dumb mentality to have look your warm-up is just to get you ready for the workout it's not to beat you into the ground it's not to make you feel you know awful uh, so you can't function for the rest of the session so the the main function of a warm-up is just to get you ready and we borrow liberally from our kind of this philosophy uh, I first got it from um, a coach called Mike Robinson and his kind of system of training and uh, but if you follow loads of people have very similar methods, there's the different names, but this is very, these terms are what Mike uses to describe his warm-up. So we kind of use them as well. So the concept of a warm-up basically is, you know, you want to get your muscles ready. You want to get them kind of moving in better positions and get your body in a better position. So the phrase or the terms that kind of you're going to use here are release, reset and readiness. So Release is basically you want to turn down overactive muscles and reset is that you want to basically reset them. So get them doing what they're meant to be doing. And the best example of this look is if you sit down a lot, you might have very tight hip flexors. I personally have very tight hip flexors. And as a result, I get what's called anterior pelvic tilts, which basically means my uh, butt sticks out, my lower back curves a lot, and my stomach sticks out. Now, this is basically what most people have if you have a sedentary job and you do not kind of stretch your hips and get your glutes firing. So... For the warm-up here in this example, so turn down would mean you want to turn down your hip flexors. So you want to basically stop. They're overused. So you kind of want to get them uh, to kind of relax. And by releasing them, it lets other parts of your body kind of move better. So if your hip flexors are really tight and overworking, they can tilt your pelvis. 
And then once you release them, your pelvis can kind of move in a better in a better way. You can apply this to loads of muscles like your ankle or your loads of joints like your ankles. You can release your calves, you can release your shoulders, you can release your pecs, your lats, and it helps your body move better. So depending on the day, you might want to release a certain muscle group. And then we want to reset them. So like resetting your hip flex might be re like stretching your hip so that it kind of resets. So it kind of turns down a bit so it isn't as over tight. And then when you reset it, it kind of moves in a better plane of motion so that you can move better. And th this is a great example. So if you do stretch your hip flexors for like 30 seconds or a minute on one side, and then do something as simple as a bodyweight squat, you will see a massive difference in your left side and right side, depending on which side you, uh, which hip you, you stretch. So if you stretch your right hip flexor, you'll find when you squat that you are able to move a lot freer on your right-hand side over your left-hand side. And that's what we're talking about by release and reset. And then the last aspect of the kind of warm-up is readiness. So that's really what people would think normally of a warm-up. So you go through some motions, you go through some exercises, and you get your body ready. Now notice we haven't kind of said anything about static stretching or, you know, three minutes on the bike or three minutes on a roar, or just come in, walk, walk, and warm up with the weight. We're talking literally about, you know, having an intent to get your body ready to work. So how we might uh, set up, uh, and this is a very basic example of how we might set up a mini warm-up or a warm-up for uh, a squat workout or a leg-based workout. Um, and we kind of like to think of uh, or a good way of reframing warm-ups for people if you're trying to get them to do warm-up or encourage them to do them is kind of frame them at their mini workouts so that they're to be done, that they're kind of challenging because no one really likes warm-ups because, you know, you come in, you're tired, you're stiff, you're sore, you're, you know, you just want to get ready to go. You're here in the gym to train, you want to get ready to go, but they really are important. So maybe reframe them in your head as a mini workout and then you'll kind of get through them better. So how we have people do it? So this is a simple example of a a kind of a warm we might do for a squatting workout. So we just link movements together in kind of a circuit. So you go from movement A to movement B to movement C, D, E, F, or whatever, one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever way you want to look at it. And each movement will have a different purpose. So we might start off with an ankle mobility drill to release uh, your kind of uh, ankles a bit to open them up so it's easier to squat. Then we might go to do 10 split squats each leg, and that again gets you readiness, so it gets the muscles ready to work. It also has a sneaky hip flexor stretch as well, so it kind of releases and resets the hip. Then we might move on to an actual hip flexor stretch because it's a nice transition from the split squat, so there's a nice flow. Then we might go to a single leg glute bridge to get your glutes going, so get them ready to work, work out, get them more primed and active to get working. Then we might roll over into a plank to reset the core, so now that your hips are a bit stretched, your uh, your core, your anterior core, which is the front, so basically think of your front stomach, will be able to work better, and you can then uh, plank, which is also a great reset for your hip flexors and gets your core ready to work. And then we'll do bodyweight squats for 15 reps or something like that, which again shows readiness, and they're at the end of the uh, the little circuit so people can see that each round they do they're squatting it better they're squatting a bit freer and they'll feel better also it's a nice way of putting in the movement we're doing seeing if people have any kind of you know um knocks or impingements so they might have a tight hip or they might have a sore ankle they might have something that you know we can work on in the class or work with them personally to see if they're uh, restricted up so we might perform that you know um circuit for time so for like 10 minutes or something like that or for three or four rounds depending on the day just so everyone's warm and ready and able for the workout so by the end of the warm-up you should be moving better you should be feeling like you're ready to go like your body's primed muscles are ready and everything should move a lot easier um so the best way like to think about a warm for me personally is like look it's like a cup of coffee in the morning gets you ready to go it makes everything move better it makes the workout way easier and they are key to avoiding injury i can't stress this enough how essential a good warm-up is to avoiding injury and making sure you get the best on your workouts I hope you found that uh, helpful, guys, and we'll talk to you later. Cheers.